Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Animation Fascination. Uh, this is episode 55. Uh, Matt Quest is with me again. Hey! Hey, guys. Uh, happy Festivus, because it is uh, December 23rd today as we record. Uh, currently editing episodes 53 and 54 for you guys. Sorry for our kind of like two-month delay. My job has been being a real pain in the butt and giving me time to edit the podcasts that have, that we've recorded. But yeah, we recorded one in October and recorded one about a month later in November. So a month later from that November one, we're recording again. So hopefully you you might get all three of these at the same time. So All right. It's going to be a good Christmas. Yeah. Happy Christmas Hanukkah. So, if you haven't listened to us before, this podcast focuses on the world of animation. Each episode we feature an animated series or film from the past to present. Letters traditionally hand-drawn, computer-generated, or stop-motion. If it's animated, we talk about it. So, with that, we're going to get right into our news. We talked about this a little bit on the last episode when I, when I had Tom Fonz on. But I, I really would like to get... Matt's ideas uh, about the Golden Globe nominations. So, what do you think about the three nominations we got for the animated feature, and then uh, Wind Rises being included in the foreign language film nomination? Good. About time we got another Miyazaki film in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The animated features, uh, Despicable Me Two, Frozen, and The Crudes. I mean, it seems like a really good uh, three three film lineup there for the golden globe nominations um i probably can guess right now what it's gonna go <laughs> yeah it so, probably it probably be frozen yep uh, frozen. i was surprised to see monster university get snubbed with that yeah you know because i, I mean despicable me too is you know i mean it's a, a a good film but i mean if i had to choose between that and monster university for getting uh, nomination, I would, I would definitely choose Monsters University over Despicable Me too. Yeah, I mean, it's like they're picking, you know, these, you know, more towards like story, and I think, you know, Monsters U might have, you know, dipped in that category. I mean, there's beautiful film, but you know. And then, <clears throat> and then also, did you see the uh, the blue umbrella was left off of the the short animated short film? Oscar kind of shortlist, basically. I was outraged. Absolutely outraged. That was an awesome, awesome short film. In my mind, that was like, you know, Paper Man. Like, yeah. there's no, you know, no reason that should have been left off. And just like the technical aspects of that short, too, with like, just like how beautiful the animation is in that and what yeah. everything. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of kind of rough year for Pixar all around with the the layoffs and the delay of the good dinosaur and now I'm you getting snubbed and blue umbrella getting snubbed hopefully get some get, get a little bit of turnaround so interested in that and I'm glad to see wind rises included with the, the foreign language films for getting a nomination too so I'm pretty happy about that I, I'm looking forward to seeing that next year when it gets released in the, the US so yeah, totally. I don't know who you are. Now. Mm -hmm. I, I've the U.S. Uh, voice cast for that is pretty impressive as usual. Too, Joe Scorden Love is doing the the main character, and amongst many other people doing voices as well. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, 
so from there we're gonna get right into our trailers. Uh, uh, the first the first one's got an interesting title to it. Uh, they'll probably be the same title used for a different type of film, but it's called The Nut Job. And uh, what did you think of this trailer, Matt? Well, was it The Nut Job like a smaller company? Because I remember seeing this like a while ago. Like, yeah, it, uh, it is a, a smaller company that's that's producing the film. Uh, it's so, got, got like Will Arnett and Liam Neeson and a few others doing voices in the film too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've seen just so many films almost exactly like this. <laughs> I mean, there's Over the Hedge. Like, it looks like Over the Hedge. Yeah, Over the Hedge and, is awesome. Yeah, I love Over the Hedge. But this just reminds me of, like, Ratatouille combined with Over the Hedge and, uh, you know, whoever, you know, producer put in the money to advertise this is a nut job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's produced... Or is it, it's by Toonbox Entertainment for the studio. Uh, and then it's being distributed by Open Road Films and the Weinstein Company. Yeah. Uh, it's being dumped in January with my birthday month. I usually get all the, the nice, you know, usual movies where they, they dump movies that they don't think are going to do that well. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think the only time I would watch this is when I have kids and I'm not married yet. <laughs> yeah. But you will be this time next year. Yes, I will be. Yeah. So, congratulations with that. that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and the voice cast is Will Arnett, Brendan Fraser, Gabriel Iglesias, Liam Neeson, and Catherine Heigl. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, the, one of the, the squirrel designs in that looks like it's pulled straight from that Madagascar TV show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, it might be better than we think it, it might be, but... Uh, apparently, Psy, you know, the guy that sang Gangnam Style, yep. uh, is going to make an appearance, a cameo appearance of himself during the film's ending credits, which will also <laughs> feature his song, Gangnam Style. Oh, man. So if that <laughs> says anything about the film. Uh, and, and just because, like, the fact that they go for, like, the fart jokes, like, I can see from, like, the trailer, like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be too highbrow of a film, so... Yeah. Uh, going f going from there, we're gonna head down to South America for the sequel to Rio, uh, and and we got a little bit of a longer theatrical trailer for Rio too. What did you think about that? I'm not too excited about it. I mean, it's it's Rio, <laughs> you know. Um, the extra, you know, voiceover cast. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it pulls through with a good storyline, but I mean it's it's once again like like nut job. It's like something we've already seen before. You know, we've seen Rio, we've seen, you know, the birds, we've seen Rio before, you know. It's all it's really gonna depend on the storyline. I do like seeing Blue Sky doing films that aren't Ice Age. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, but speaking of that, it was announced the other day that Ice Age five will be coming out in two thousand fifteen. <laughs> The so, corporate machine. So look forward to the further adventures of, uh, you know, that crew. But, yeah, uh, it looks, I don't know, I mean, the story looks somewhat interesting. Uh, it kind of looks like baby, basically meet the parents. <laughs> yeah. Mixed with the, the original film of Rio. So, I mean... I'll hold out to to see if it if it's better than we're making it out to be. So, 
Uh, maybe maybe if they have more Jermaine Clement in it, since his character is coming back, uh, mm. that could save the movie. So hopefully it is a good sequel. Uh, that with that uh, talking about DreamWorks Sherman and Mr. Peabody, what did you think about that that trailer? I was actually interested in this one. Um, you know, from seeing the extended trailer, I was a little bit excited to see this. Definitely. And uh, our, our writer for the site, John Huber, is a huge uh, Jay Ward fan, so he's pretty excited to see this next year. And actually, when we had Jesse on, she kind of teased to us that they were going to be doing a, a Jay Ward kind uh, short film in front of Mr. Peabody and Sherman. And... It was announced, I believe, a few weeks ago that it's going to be a Rocky and Bullwinkle short. So that should be cool to see them CG animated. Not they're kind of they kind of looked like more cell shaded, uh, you know, for that late '90s the Rocky and Bullwinkle film. You remember? Yeah, that? that'll be cool. Yeah, and yeah, she said they definitely look better animated than they did in that film. So <laughs> definitely looking forward to that. And yeah, just because I like time travel as well, so looking forward to this film and everything it's it's gonna be in it so a few good trailers that we got a few not so good trailers but with that we're gonna get into our recommendations uh you know m- me and you always talk about how like really nobody's got a 3d tv the only person that we knew was was justin that had one <laughs> so the other day i was watching a tv my tv that i had had for the past seven years and just as they went to an opening credits of the TV show I was watching, it all the color in the TV like dissipated and faded out to the corners of the TV. I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. I thought maybe it was like the <laughs> like they had done something with like the opening credits of that show for that episode, and then it stayed like that for like another thirty seconds. I was like, yeah, and our TV just died. <laughs> so we went and picked up a Vizio forty-two inch. LED smart 3D TV from Sam's Club the other day, and 3D TVs are awesome. Uh, our, our friend Ralph has the same exact TV, uh, and it's a passive 3D TV too, so all those 3D glasses you get at the theater, you can bring those home and use them awesome. with this TV. So I don't have to pay like you know $200 for an extra pair of 3D glasses for somebody else to use when they come over. I've got, and I've got enough of like the different you know kind of collector ones that they put out for different films that if I had maybe like 20 or 25 people come over and watch a movie, everybody would have their own pair of 3d glasses. So, uh, and we, we watched Tron legacy the other night in 3d on it. And then excellent movie. Yeah. That was, that was awesome to see that in 3d again. And it was kind of cool is that on the 2d version, it doesn't open up to like the full IMAX ratio that they shot some of the scenes in. Oh yeah. On the 3d version, it does for certain scenes. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, and then my wife, Kelly, hadn't seen Monsters University yet, so we just watched that this morning and watched that in 3D, so that, that was pretty awesome as well. So, oh yeah, and they had the short blue umbrella on there in 3D, so that was cool to watch that. But yeah, I would definitely recommend getting a 3D TV, and that actually wasn't that expensive too. I think with, like, before we got the, like, the manufacturer or whatever, like, you know, like the... If it breaks, we can bring it back and whatever. Uh, I think it was like five sixteen. So I mean, it's really, it was cheaper than the TV we bought seven years ago. That was about ten inches smaller. So awesome. What would you like to recommend this week, Matt? 
Well, I have two things I want to recommend, actually. And, uh, you know, both of them are something um, that I've worked on. Um, just uh, the other day, um, I finally got uh, uh, one of my animations on uh, TV. Um, I, I've been working for a client uh, on HSN, Home Shopping Network, <laughs> nice. as weird as it may be. But um, I created an animation for a... Uh, uh, a bead for um, one of Lisa's cousins works. Um, uh, actually, he's getting married soon uh, to uh, her cousin, and uh, he he's the owner of Imperial Pearls. So uh, I got a chance to meet him, and I told him what I did, and he contracted me to make an animation on this uh, glitter bead that he had patented. So for the past, like, four months, me and him have been collaborating on this animation for his uh, home shopping show, and I actually created a whole 30-second animation for him. It was really cool to see it play on, uh, uh, you know, on the big screen on the TV the other day, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, you and, sent, me uh, a, sent me a little thing of that. It was cool to see that. Yeah, so that was exciting. And um, if anyone this shopping season has picked up the new Fisher-Price toy, the Aptivity Fortress, um, I finally um, have some animation released on an app that comes with the playset. It's cool. Nice. It's, um, it's, like a, it's like a castle that you slip your iPad into. And when the app actually begins, there's like uh, um, an interstitial like animation that pops up, and that's something I actually have uh, worked on, and you know something I could finally tell the public that I've worked on at Fisher Price. So uh, check that out too. Awesome. Uh, and the 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 dinosaur one that you worked on still out too, right? The T Rex. Yeah, yeah. Um, the T Rex, um, the, like the animated uh, short film. Yeah, that's actually, I just saw that the, if you buy the Imaginex um, T-Rex dinosaur, they started putting the new DVD in there, which actually includes three of the short films that I've worked on, nice. um, which is the Half Staff, the Samurai, which is like our Samurai episode, the um, the Dinotech, which what we called it, which is either or, which is like the dinosaur episode, and then the very last one, which is 11-minute episode, which was the last short film I actually worked on, um, and actually one of the last Imaginex uh, short films to be released, um, is the Castle episode. So all three of those will be on that DVD, and you can pick it up um, if you check it out. And you can even watch it on the Imaginex website, so check it out. Nice. Well, we'll put some links to those in the show notes after the episode, too, so people can yeah. find those. They gave you a copy of that, too, right? Well, I had to. <laughs> you had to go of, buy it yourself. Yeah, I had to go buy it myself. But I mean, I had all like the original files. I had to go actually buy the DVDs. But it was oh, yeah. cool because on the actual like DVD face, they had for the dinosaur episode a rendering of my uh, the T Rex that I actually modeled and textured. So that That's was cool. pretty cool to see. Is is the toy based on that model that you did? Um, I based it. Well, we designed it at the same time. Oh, okay. So. You know, sometimes, you know, when we're doing the episodes, we influence the product, which is cool, but nice. they pretty much had the product designed when I was making mine. Right. So it was, yeah, not too much influence there, but there has been other times where it's been a little bit influence on the product, which I have been working on a new one right now that I can't really uh, talk about right now, but it's going to be a huge new product for 2014. 
and uh, I'll I'll give you more info when I can give more info. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, so from there, we're gonna go to our main topic. We're gonna talk about a few films that came out, and then about some of our favorite animated holiday specials. Uh, the first one is, is Frozen. Came out about a month ago now, November, and I haven't gotten to see uh, a finished version of it yet. I actually went that I went and saw it maybe about six months ago. So when this is what I was talking about when I, I was four feet away from John Lester, this, this is what <laughs> I was seeing. So what I saw was like mostly like there is like some finished animation. There's a bunch of like hand drawn like kind of storyboards inserted, and then there's like half completed animation and then there's like staged animation so i saw like all different points of uh, production of the film basically when i went to go see it yeah that yeah. was interesting seeing it like that too so I mean, it's, I mean, it's pretty rare that most yeah. people don't ever see something like that so that's really cool yeah we, we know a few people like that saw wreck it ralph like that last year and then they saw they saw planes like that too and then when I when I went to New York about two months ago, I got an invite to go see Planes Two like that, but I was in New York, so I m missed out on that one. But uh, it 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 was interesting to see it like that. I mean, I I'll never get to see that version of the film again too, because I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, my my son has since got, he went with me to that one, but he went again with my wife's mother to to go see it. And he said there was some stuff that he noticed that they changed, like where like Olaf says certain things at different points in the movie than he did in the version that we saw. So I, I definitely want to go try and see it again in theaters if I can in 3D. Uh, but I, I think the 3D with that movie would really benefit too, with like all the snow like flying around and stuff like that. That, and I really want to see the the Mickey Mouse short in front of it, the Get a Horse in 3D. But because I've heard nothing but like good things about get a horse i mean when we had jesse on she was telling us how awesome that was too so cool and then i just saw saving mr banks uh the other day and that that was pretty cool to see kind of like the production well kind of like the like a docudrama almost of how the film mary poppins was put together and like how uh pl travers life influenced her writing of that and it, it was cool to, to kind of see like how different things were done for that movie within the context of, of this film. Uh, and I would definitely su suggest going to see it if you're like a big Disney aficionado or, or just kind of like seeing like maybe like backstories to how like films are made like that too. So, uh, and talking about that, Mary Poppins came out on Blu-ray recently too. And there is that little bit of an animated scene in it. Uh, what do you remember is about Mary Poppins? What was it like your favorite thing about mary poppins when you watched it man <laughs> oh man mary poppins was uh, it was always the music that got stuck in your head you know yeah so uh, i just remember even my mom like you know singing some of the songs when i was little and uh just watching you know the actually my favorite scenes were uh the ones with the penguins oh, yeah. the animated sequences that was just awesome awesome to watch that there's a, a thing in the, the movie, too, where, like, they, they tell P.L. Travers that there's going to be penguins in the movie. She's like, oh, so you're going to have, I didn't know, they could train penguins and stuff like <laughs> that. Because she did, she did not want the film animated in any shape or form. 
and yeah. she got she got like really upset when they added that segment to the film. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting to see that too, and I thought that was funny. But but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It looks great on Blu-ray too. The all that like restored because I haven't I've hit, I haven't been able to upgrade that since the VHS that I had. So yeah. it was definitely cool to see see the film like that. Uh, so, going from there, what are some of your your favorite holiday specials, Matt? Okay, well, I got to start off with the one I mention every single Christmas, and that is Will Benton's Christmas Special. Oh yeah, and that is like my favorite one of all time. It's like a compilation of different uh, animated. Uh, claymation like holiday songs and it's like the caroling of the bells where they have like the animated bells and they're knocking their heads in that's yeah. awesome and then there's the cal oh i love the california raisins <laughs> that's that's probably one of my favorites and uh you you mentioned i remember uh justin actually found it last year that they had it the dvd oh, yeah. now i actually on, picked that uh, up after you guys were talking about this last year yeah so it's got it's got the halloween special and the I think the, the Easter special on there too. Yeah. You know, I wish they would come back with more claymation. Like you just, you don't see yeah. it anymore. Like they used to see it. Like they do, you know, Ardman does like, you know, all the, you know, puppeteering and, you know, like, um, and stuff like that. But I, and, uh, I really just want to see like, you know, the imperfections in the clay yeah. and just like, that type of style, make it come back again. Well, that would be awesome. Yeah. Peter Lord actually has a, uh, Kickstarter going on right now to bring Morph back and to do some, I've sh seen some that, shorts yeah. with that. So yeah, if you guys want to give money to that, you can you can see some more shorts from Morph coming out soon. I think his deadline for that is sometime by the end of the year because he wants to start producing them in January to have them out late next year. So yeah, I can't wait for that. So uh, um, besides the Will Vinton special. Um, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Definitely. You know, um, basically all the know. classic media ones. Oh yeah, all the classic. That DreamWorks now owns the rights to, so I wonder if we'll ever get. Uh, I don't I, know, like if some kind of uh, adaptation or something, because I'm sure they didn't buy it just to like buy it and like own them. I'm sure they're gonna yeah. want to do something with it. I mean, I hope not. I, like <laughs> they need to keep, they need to preserve that and to keep it just as it is. You know. Yeah, Poe meet Santa Claus from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean you know the the grinch you got the grinch uh frosty the snowman you know rudolph, rudolph the year without uh, a santa claus year without a santa claus uh the, the you know Mr. heat miser snow miser that's like one of my favorite songs as well i mr heat miser yeah mr 101 uh the charlie brown christmas charlie brown christmas what else are we missing right now? Um, There's some live action shows that they would do like animated segments. Like I, I still remember that that one from Home Alone. I mean, not Home Alone, Home Improvement. Why just? I was thinking other Christmas movies. Home Improvement, <laughs> yeah. where uh, Tim Taylor gets like knocked on the head or something, and he has like this dream. Like his whole family, it's done like in the like that classic kind of claymation, and like all his family's met out of wood. Yeah. I, you can probably find the video for it on YouTube. I'll I'll try to find that and put it in the show notes. But I remember like when I the last time I went to Disney World, like they had all the little puppets from that like in a display thing, and I thought that was so cool to to see them in person and stuff. I liked that. And then 
season two of community they did a like an entire episode like that where abed is having like this like, the same kind of like dream where everything's stop motion animated like that and it's actually done on the claymation too so i thought that was great as well yeah. uh and then and that little bit of harold and the kumar a very harold yeah. and the kumar christmas <laughs> where yeah. a very adult kind of stop motion animated scenes and that uh yeah I mean, these are all like great ones that we rewatched. Uh, and there's prep and landing, which you've s- said before that you like Arthur Christmas. Yeah, because I watched Arthur Christmas before I watched yeah. prep and landing, and I loved Arthur Christmas is an awesome movie, and I will watch that every year. Yeah, and I, I picked that up after you you told me how awesome it was too. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to have that in my possession. There's they speaking of DreamWorks too, they have a few like holiday specials for their their guys too like they have the kung fu panda holiday and then like they have mary madagascar shrek the halls uh <laughs> dragon's gift of the night fury and the, and i think there's like some other shrek ones too like there's like donkey's christmas carols that he he mm. did and i mean these are all just like things that we definitely look f- for on this time of year and then you know we got the the halloween special for for from Pixar, I'm I'm hoping that if they do do another holiday special, it's it's for Christmas or holidays in general, and just to see like which characters they would use for that. If they would do Toy Story again, or if they would, you know, maybe do like Ratatouille or yeah, I'm, I'm sure they 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 would do Toy Story or Cars because you know those are the two. I'd like to see a Yeti franchises. Christmas from the Monsters University. Oh yeah, that'd be cool with the, with the Bonneville <laughs> song. Man. That'd be pretty cool. Or I see, like, Mike and Sully, like, find uh, Boo and they celebrate Christmas with her. <laughs> It'd definitely be interesting to, to see all these. Do you have any other favorite holiday specials that you can think of, Matt? Um, We pretty much covered all the big ones. You know, I, I know as soon as we're done talking, I'm going to think of, like, six more and I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Let's see if I can think of any very quickly uh oh yeah i mean nightmare for christmas you gotta watch that. oh yeah absolutely uh the roach covers actually did a pretty cool article about um animated holiday specials that might have been but were never actually released so speaking of a nightmare for christmas there was an unreleased sequel to to that that they never ended up producing but it would have been like thanksgiving world what if uh, Henry Selleck thought might have been a cool idea, but it's, he said it would, been, it would have been hard to kind of top in, in terms of story. But he, it would have basically been something like where like all of like the holiday like worlds kind of met each other and like something happened with that. So that would have been kind of an interesting thing, I guess, to see like to see all the different holiday worlds, like you know St. Patrick's Day world. <laughs> yeah. But that would obviously that would probably never happen, but. Uh, there was a 1938 Disney short titled Mickey's Nephews, which we've seen some stuff with that before. Uh, but because I know there's really, really old like Mickey uh, specials, you know, with that show like a, where like Mickey's got like a crap load of like there's like little mice like following him and stuff and he's got to like wash them. <laughs> uh, which I want to say that I've see, seen that, so I don't know if like this was just would have been like a different special to go with that. Uh, there's the 2004 Looney Tunes episode of Very Daffy Christmas, uh, a Pokemon episode called Holiday Hijinks. Uh, 
Uh, and then, I mean, there was a SpongeBob one that they recently did that was kind of done in that that stop motion animation. But yeah, I mean, it would have been cool to to see some of these uh, the ideas that they had for some of these two were like a Black Cauldron Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> Gargoyles Christmas special. Uh, Fritz the Cat Christmas special. So yeah. We'll definitely probably think of a, a whole bunch more after we get off of here, but just wanted to, to do kind of a short festival, festival, festive, festive. <laughs> episode for everybody to check out. I'm going to try to finish editing those those two that we've done for the past two months and get those out. So hopefully you guys will get all three of these within the next few days or around Christmas or a little bit after, but. Definitely thank you guys for for following us all year as we've continued to grow since last year. Yeah. Uh, over a thousand followers on Twitter now, which is awesome. Yeah, and I mean, a special thanks to all of our writers Definitely. on our site. They are awesome. I mean, without you guys, I mean, you guys are really pulling our website together and really putting us out there. And we want to thank you guys for all your hard work. Yeah, I'm going to name you all you guys off right now. So here we go. Stanford Clark. Our head writer, who's, who writes most of the articles for our site. Thank you, sir. Uh, Jessica Worski, who uh, just started a, a column for the site called The Fascinating Day in Animation History. Definitely check those out if you haven't yet. She's done a few of those for Prince of Egypt, Toy Story, and there, there's one other one that I can't think of right now. But there, if you click on one, there's a tag. You can check them all out there. Uh, Travis Lear, who does our... DVD column for us every week. Matt Hardiman, John Huber, and Phil Shetton over in the UK. So we thank all of you guys for, for writing for us. And hopefully if, if anybody else wants to start writing for the site, we're you know, we're gonna look to expand and get some more writers next year too. So with that, feel free to email us at animationfascinationpodcast at gmail.com if you if you are interested. And don't forget, you guys can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Mark Vibbert, M-A-R-C-V-I-B-B-E-R-T. I am at Questpact, Q-U-E-S-T-P-A-C-T. Or you can follow our show at Animated Podcast. You can also visit our site, like we've been talking about, at animationfascination.wordpress.com. You can also like us on Facebook just by searching for Animation Fascination, where we've had a big surge in likes on there recently too so thank you everybody for for that as well so i am mark Vivert for myself matt quest and our crew at, at the website thank you for listening and make sure to tune in again next time guys happy christmas Hanukkah. awesome all right sir have a good christmas you too and i'll uh, be in touch till uh, the new year's all right man all right Talk to you later. have yep, a good see day you too
Awesome. Quick and easy. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs>